The weekend is kind of hard to me. Bro, I've been saying this. I've been saying this from the moment that I put on out of time. Like, I was already knowing, bro. I was already knowing. <laughs> Let's get started, man. Hi, my name is Chase Clark, and I am your hostess with the mostest, here to guide you on your journey of reimagination on the Renaissance Project of Black Girls Movement. Since 1979, Black Music Month has found a home in the month of June, officially, quote unquote, created by former President Jimmy Carter in 1979. It wasn't actually until the year 2000 when a presidential proclamation for the month was signed. Since this point, Black people have used the month to further celebrate all that Black music stands for, not only to us individually, but what Black music means for the world globally. Basically, we've been the trendsetters we are the trendsetters yeah you know we knew this already in order to celebrate black music's belated birthday i'm here with a special guest to discuss some of our black musical highlights and lowlights from the past two years special guest would you care to introduce yourself what's up everyone it's landon chase's brother i'm an author a hooper and a model if you want to see more of me you can follow me at underscore is that landon underscore all lowercase and again that's underscore is that landon underscore all lowercase thank you and let's get straight into the episode Period. That was pretty good. Yeah. You been practicing something? Ooh, I, I do it in the mirror every day. You heard that? No one left. I'm oh. just playing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Um, um, let's get straight into it. Let's not waste time. And speaking of wasting time. Waste of time. Stop. Wait, stop, okay. stop. I'm sorry. I knew you were I'm sorry. We're going to start off by talking about some of our uh, album highlights and lowlights. And actually, our, our lists are kind of like uh, opposite. So what he has on his highlights, I actually have on my lowlights. And what he has on his lowlights, I actually have on my highlights. Um, so we're going to start actually with a conversation about Brent Bias's Wasteland album. Um, Brett Fias is an as an artist that I found a long time ago. He's been out for some time. Um, I found out about him through a remit. No, no, no. I think that was the original Crew song by Goldlink. Oh yeah. Very good summer song. I I've always really liked the song. Um, and so he has a really incredible voice. I really like his voice. Um, and so I've liked some of his earlier projects. And so I'm not gonna share my opinion. First, I'm going to let Landon go ahead and get into his thoughts about the album. Um, And so when we talk about an album, we're going to talk about what were some of your favorite tracks from the from the album Um, and then your overall thoughts on the album. All right. um, First, I would have to say I would have to say I really like the album. I didn't really have any notable songs Mm -hmm. um, that it was like, wow, this is. This is really fire right here, but I mean, it was a great album. People really hyped it up, mm-hmm. so I was like, I was like, yeah. I mean, this is a great album, and my favorite, my favorite song on the album was probably Gravity, probably because it had Tyler the Creator on it. Period. But all the other stuff on it, I guess it was like he has to have something else. Like it can't just be this. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Rolling Stone was good. Loose Change. 
if you guys haven't already listened to it, I would advise to. But like only, only in like private spots. Cause yeah. If anybody else hears you listening to this, it might not turn out. Oh. So, <laughs> okay. Answer me this: Is is this uh, Wasteland one of those albums that you have to have to listen to in order in order for it to make sense, or can you listen to it like sporadically? Any song you want. It's an in order because I I can see like in within the album it has many skits and you have to listen to them in order to right. really understand what the album is really about. Uh-huh. He I I feel like he placed the songs randomly in there mm-hmm. like it just felt like a hey I got other songs that should put it in an album and make it work and I guess it did because it was fire I give it like a seven out of ten. Mm. Chase didn't like it, but... But, yeah, hey, you weren't supposed to spill my opinion. I'm just saying, like, that's, that's like a... Well, let me, let me explain. Let me explain. Step into my office here. It's not so much that I didn't like the album. After I had time to, like, sit back and think about it, it wasn't that I didn't necessarily like the album. It's just that I was not impressed, you know? I think one of the, like, perils of a lot of the artists from... The past two years is just the over like saturation of the albums. You get it on TikTok, you go on their Instagram, they're teasing it on Instagram for months at a time. Like, um, you were talking about gravity, how you liked gravity, gravity and wasting time, you know, we had those songs for a year. A year. We had those two songs for a year. So like by the time you actually get the album, it just really never ever lives up to the hype to me um another thing that i've noticed a lot of with artists more recently is once they kind of hit this niche with people like say um say chloe bailey and we can talk about her if you want but chloe at first you know she really did cater to the good girl gone bad image and i think once people started beefing it up then she really really started to play into it whether you like it or not is really your prerogative but i think the same thing with brent with his album um with his ep i think that was lost kids or i think that's i don't know what it was called i want to say it was lost kids or something like that but with that album you know he had a few lines in there that would make you think yo this guy this guy, his, his love life is different. This man is toxic. He's a toxic king. And, you know, I think maybe he might have seen the memes too much and then was just like, let me say every single toxic thing I can say and put it in one album. And so it kind of made the whole record kind of disingenuous. Like, it didn't feel like he was really toxic. He was just saying toxic stuff. And most of the things weren't just, they weren't toxic. They were just, like, mean. <laughs> I mean, I would have to say Bryson Tiller is the toxic king. Bryson Tiller is not the toxic king. Yes, he is. He is not the toxic king. He does not live the lifestyle he preaches about. Brent Fires is just a different breed. No, yeah, but I don't know. That was that was basically my take on it. It wasn't that I didn't necessarily like it. I just found it very disingenuous, um, a little underwhelming, and kind of expected... Um, and I know a lot of people really did enjoy it, but maybe they just weren't as saturated in it as I was. I just found that everywhere I went, I heard the same, oh, <laughs> every single video. And so when I actually heard it, I was kind of like, oh, 
But it wasn't. Okay, now. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I hate. I do generally hate when people say this, but I miss his old stuff. I miss his old stuff. There's just no way you could top that, and maybe that is my my downfall. But that is my thought on Wasteland by Brent Fiez. Um, and so now we're gonna switch. Landon does not like this album, and I absolutely. I won't say loves, but I absolutely liked it. It was Drake, honestly, never mind. Um, I wouldn't say it was one of my top albums from the year, not by any means. Um, I could talk about my, my top album from the year so far, but I, at first, on first listen, I was like, man, this is this is kind of trash. I'm not going to lie to you. Drake, you dropped a ball. It was. It was. Okay, wait a minute, but chill on my guy, because listen... He, for years, people have been begging him to try something new. Certified Lover Boy, one of the most heard, like, um, I guess, criticisms of it was it was just like a basic Drake album. It's what Drake always makes. So he made something different for y'all. He said, here, let me give you some house music. And that's what Beyonce's about to do. And I honestly liked it. I really did. Um, I wouldn't say I, I listened to it start to finish. It's like, wow, this is a masterpiece from start to finish. But I respected the fact that he tried something different. Some of them worked better than others. Some of them didn't work at all. But I liked it. It was a very basic take on house music. And I just appreciated it for what it was. I don't take Drake seriously at all. <laughs> so I think that's where a lot of people go wrong. They take Drake way too seriously and think he's about to just spit bars every time. And Drake has proven time and time again that he's only going to spit bars on a feature. It's giving 21 Savage. Whoa. I mean, like you said, I loved how he tried to do something different. But the way he executed it was just so bad. Like, you can't tell me. You, I mean, Jimmy Cooks, that was an amazing Jimmy song. Jimmy Cooks was good. Was an amazing song. But, like, like Sticky is don't okay. Don't talk. Don't go there. No, no, no. Like, if you really listen to the song, like, lyric for lyric, bar for bar. <laughs> but that's why like, you don't do that. Like, you, would, like, you would be like, whoa. Like, all the Philadelphia people, you know, that's all them. But, like, <laughs> whoa. Like, it's just too much. And every other song is trash. Like, you can't tell me. You can't tell me. Yo, trash? I listen, I listen to this on a daily basis. Like, this is my go-to but I, song. But, but, Jimmy Cooks is a great song. But, like, it's only Jimmy Cooks on the album. I think I think me and Joe, we listened to it, and we skipped the entire album <laughs> until Jimmy Cooks. Because it was so bad. It was different. I don't think it was something that people prepared their ears for. And so that's why I think at first I was like, man, this this is kind of, I don't know. But it's really grown on me the past couple um, past couple weeks, I guess I'd say. It hasn't been, I think it's been a month, honestly. Um, one thing that I didn't really like, though, is the fact that it was a surprise drop very much. Mm-mm. Drake, baby. Mm-mm. I think he saw Beyonce and got a little nervous. Um, but you could tell that the the actual songs weren't made that long ago. Just based off some of the lyrics and the subject matter, it couldn't have been made uh, more than like two months ago. So I do think that if the album had more time to sit and like marinate um, and had a little bit more, more ears on it, definitely more producers on it and a 
few more features. Like, if he would have got some really good features other than 21 Savage, I think he would have made a really great record. But, you know, I'll take what I can get. I like it for what it was. It was Drake. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to keep it 100. The producing was, it was okay. It was just the things he said with the with the with the music. <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, this is horrible." No, this is horrible is he different. Making, he making his money, but like, yeah, come on, bro. yeah. Uh, honestly, it really doesn't matter. Drake is. I, I feel that Drake at this point, and this is my biggest issue with Drake. My, my issue with Drake is I feel like Drake just doesn't want it anymore. Like he's just making music. You know what I mean? And um, I think I just have a pure respect for people who have some kind of artistry to what they're doing whether that be you know making music painting art you know doing whatever but I do respect people who have a a real commitment to what they're doing I think Drake is just ready to make more money and that's what I don't really like because he produces stuff that is like lackluster knowing that he's going to make more money either way um so I really when people say they miss the old Drake kind of like no, no, no. Let me not go there. When people say they miss the old Drake, I don't think they mean um, sonically, like what he brought to the music game. I think people just miss the fact that he was actually hungry for something and wanted something. Now he's just like, you know, I'm at the top. I got Adonis. I'm chilling. I don't have to make nothing else for y'all. So just take what I can give y'all. And I just don't really like that attitude from him. Um, yeah, it's a little sassy. It gives sassy, but that's Drake. That's Drake. But speaking of true artists... Speaking of true artists, what's your name, girlfriend? What's your name? I'm here to talk about Tyler, the Creator with Call Me If You Get Lost. If you didn't know, I am a Tyler, the Creator fanatic. I love that man with my whole life. I've seen him in concert twice now, and that's something that I just really cherish deeply. Call Me If You Get Lost was a masterpiece. Don't disagree. Call Me If You Get Lost was a masterpiece. I mean... Wait, until until the last couple songs? Oh my gosh, you're lying. Oh my gosh, you're lying. That was... I'm going to say it was a great album. I give it... That was a 10 out of 10 album. What? 8 out of 10. I'm sorry for y'all's ears. Until the last couple songs, it was like... Like, Will... Is it Wilshire? Wilshire? What? Safari? What? It was was bad at the end. What? It was bad. That was just an unpopular oh, opinion. Oh my gosh, that is an unpopular opinion. That album, 100% through. I will say that you have gone back to that album more than I have. I liked it, but then after, No, I'm not saying that as a, like, I mean, uh-uh. yeah, I mean, after the last song, I turned off the album and turned okay, on the Kendrick yeah. album. Well, babe, I think that's just going to be a wrap on the show today because, no. You turned on the what? The Kendrick album. Which was better, by the way, I just gotta say. Uh, okay. Pause and Tyler. And we're skipping over to the return of Kendrick Lamar. Um, no, that that is just not true. That I'm album sorry. was immaculate. Like, Kendrick Lamar's? Kendrick Lamar's? Album. No, it was not. I'm sorry. No, no, no. You no. Gotta, no, no, no. Because everybody's like, yo, this guy, he's in like his 40s. I don't know. I don't know. 40s? He's in his late 30s. I mean, whatever he is. He's been there for a while. And then people are expecting him to do what he did before. No, it just was not. It was just not good. All his songs were, well, We Cry Together, don't listen to that. Please don't. Like, I beg of you, don't listen to that. But. That's trauma. Everything else. Woo. Like, that really made me like, 
want to go outside and pursue something. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's like Kanye good. Like, I'm just saying, Ooh. like, um, thank you for that masterpiece he gave us. Anybody else who disagree, like, stop listening to music. If you have Apple Music, delete it. If you have Spotify, <laughs> delete it. If you have SoundCloud, why are you still on SoundCloud in 2022? I'm on but SoundCloud. You know, Dang, that's my fault. But, you know. <laughs> you know. You um, no. Honestly, me personally, I did not like the album. I liked maybe two songs. Honestly, I found Baby Keem's album more enjoyable than Kendrick Lamar's, which is really saying something. But I will put a disclaimer that I don't think I'm the biggest Kendrick Lamar fan. And it's not by any means like saying he has bad music or i just don't like it i think you just have to be in a very like specific kind of mode to listen to Kendrick lamar and i don't never be in that mode i never be in that mode i am always in a j cole mode never ever ever in a Kendrick lamar I mean, mode. like if you live in north carolina and you don't like j cole you're not from north carolina for real but like <laughs> i mean everywhere else, pretty much yeah if you were born somewhere else mom if you listen to this Come on, like you gotta, you gotta like J Cole. I I know. I saw him in concert. <laughs> Even though he had us out there, he had us out there waiting for three hours. It was hot. I had tight jeans on. It was so hot. <laughs> Thought I was about to pass out. That's why you can never go to Rolling Loud because no way you had jeans on. <laughs> it was January. Who was I supposed to wear? I don't know. Not jeans. It's supposed to get. This high. is black music, my thing. You, you're, you're. This is a black on black crime right now. What you doing? Whoa. You cannot that, say that. Uh, anyways, we skipped over Tyler the Creator. I just want to say that that was a masterpiece. It was sta- it was spectacular. Some honorable mentions from my albums of the year. Actually, I would give my album of the year spot to drumroll, please. I would give it to Steve Lacey, Gemini Rights. That's crazy. That was so. That's yes. That was my album of the year. Um, falling right behind that would have to be FKA Twigs with her, I think it was Capri songs. That was just mm-hmm. ethereal. It was just the best. I loved that album. Um, the rest of my albums of the year, I would not say are black artists. That's crazy. I know. No, that's crazy. I know. Yeah, no, that's crazy. I know. Um, I'm looking just like going through right now. Guys, and I, mean, I don't have to one. To be realistic, don't don't really listen to her music opinion because she she listens to Taylor Swift. From time Are we time. joking? Taylor Swift is good, guys. Tune in to Champagne Problems because she ate that one down. I did forget Raven Lene. That was a really good album. It's called Hypnos and um, Pink Panthers. She's Dang. Black. She is black. How did I forget Pink Panthers? Pink Panthers is my girl. If she ever heard this, please give me a free ticket because I can't afford them. <laughs> I'm a broke college student, please. I also really liked Willow Smith. I I, I lied. I really liked Willow Smith's album. Um, I haven't listened to the album as much after her mom's little, her dad and. and just don't. And, just don't. Just don't. <laughs> and um, yeah. So those would be my my honorable mentions, but I would have to say my top would be uh, Gemini Rice with Steve Lacey right now. That was a really really good record. Um, I have on here for us to talk about Donda, but I don't remember Donda. Donda was like saying from a Kanye fan, 
I could just yeah, tell, he's a I really big just, Kanye fan. I could just tell like it was just for his mom. He wasn't actually being like, yo, I want this as a legitimate album. Mm-hmm. Like it was just like personal. Yeah, it was personal for him. Like off the grid, that was a song. Hurricane, that, that was, was a song. <laughs> I mean, like the weekend. Like I oh. said, like I said first, the weekend. Yeah. I, I I don't really listen to much of his songs. Yeah, we have to go back to the I've done it. I, I've listened to some of his songs. Mm-hmm. And what he does on the features is crazy. Yeah. Majority of his features are good. Shout out 21 Savage. But, um, 21 Savage, every feature I've heard from 21 Savage has been impeccable. But I did forget to put... I did forget mm-hmm. to put Don FM on my list. Don FM, The Weeknd. I'm so sorry. Forgive my, my head and not my heart. Charge it to my head and not my heart. The Weeknd, Don FM was just... It was really, really good as well. I've resorted back to it a bunch of times. Out of Time, I really liked. And um, Gasoline and Sacrifice, I think it was. And he also had a song with Tyler, the Creator, on it. And I liked that fair enough. But Out of Time, man, oh man. He he really did his thing on that. Um, I'm looking at our list just to see what else we had down. I wanted to talk quickly about... Um, there was a conversation about there being a deficit of R&B singers. I don't think you can take that because I don't think you really listen to R&B singers as much as I do. I mean, I, I mean, the R&B singers I listen to, if you say that Brent is one, I listen to him. But the only real R&B singers I really listen to is more the women. Like, I like Snow Allegra and SZA mm-hmm. and Summer Walker. Mm-hmm. Her, I mean, <sighs> guys, opinion, uh-uh. her is eh. She's good sometimes, but then she's not good. Sometimes. You know, this is my thing with her. She's very talented, talented girl. Like you can, I can never say that she's nothing, but she's talented. But her music is just so tip of the iceberg. You know, I I don't know. I, it it hasn't been a time that I've listened to her album, and I've been just wowed from beginning to end i haven't been wowed in a minute since she really got on the scene snow allegra is not black so i'm going to skip over her for now but i did like her album scissor i had to think about it hold on i'm about to lose half my audience here yeah, I know. I was going to is is like Kendrick Lamar. I got to be in a cer- No, 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 no. Oh, Listen, I, I got to be in a certain mood, which is which is crazy cuz they were on the same label. But I have to be in a certain mood to listen to SZA and she's just not one of the girls that I I resort back to all the time. I do find myself always with Brandy. Never going to leave Brandy's side. And though she's not black, also Caliucci's I don't think she would be counted as R and B strictly anymore, but I really liked her. But um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put her on this as well because she is not African American. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, last the last thing we had here is I wanted to bring up a conversation that we had some time ago. Um, So for those of you who don't know, each year there's a magazine called Double XL. And this, I I guess I would say the magazine is really focused more so on pop culture, more specifically rap culture. Um, And so each year they have a freshman class where they'll pick 
uh, a, I don't know how many, I would say about eight to ten um, up and coming rappers and mm, nowadays it's more like singers. Mm. Whoa, don't, whoa, 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 I'm sorry. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Broadway. Um, and so, oh, wow. <laughs> and so, and so we had a conversation about longevity, right? You remember that? Mm-hmm. When we were in the car and I was saying to you, um, how a lot of the artists today, like, I don't see a lot of longevity with, um, seeing some of the people, I think some of the people that we named, Actually, no, no. Let me say the people that we named, we have seen that their careers have stood the test of time. But I wanted to ask, what do you think is next for the music scene? I know that's like a loaded question, but I guess you could take it as what would you like to see? um, Or what do you think is like next for the music industry? I mean, or who do you think is next? To be honest, like, I, I mean, for the music scene, I feel like rapping is like making good grades or making clothes like it's so common nowadays yeah that nobody can really do what Jermaine Cole does or Kanye nobody ever can do what Kanye West ever did period but I mean I have seen some TikTok rappers and I know that's so like what but like a guy named Mike Dimes or a guy named Nux K Nux is pretty good yeah you see K I mean, he's he's amazing. I doom. feel like he's gonna be. Doom, 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 doom. Oh yeah, and Autumn Summers. <laughs> uh, hate to say this, but Can Can. Nobody knows who he is, but you guys will figure out. He he's gonna drop an album soon. I hope it's good. That sounded so menacing. You guys will figure it out soon. He's gonna drop an album. That's what. That's what. But yeah, I you you made a good point about the fact that like I think rap has become something music in general. Um, I think there's just a huge renaissance uh, of people who are very interested in music, and I won't say anything on that because I have found myself interested in creating music. I think it's very cool um, how accessible music is now. You know, like back in the day, you had to know someone who knows somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody. And they had to be in the business for some time in order for you to even think about having a career. So I think it's very cool that people um, are learning themselves how to produce, how to create. Um, One thing that I really would like to see more of is just some more creativity. I think now with everything being so like accessible um it becomes easy for things to be super cookie cutter um and i think that's why we do have a great appreciation for people like beyonce or tyler the creator or kendrick lamar or j cole who find creative ways to um basically let us know from jump that they are different from from others so one thing that i would like to see from some up-and-coming artists is just more um Things that will, you know, make you stand out from everyone else. Whether that be the music, the type of beats you produce, or what you rap on, what you sing on, um, the way that you carry yourself. I mean, really anything. (laughs) Um, I also really do miss the story with people. Um, I would say back in the day, there was a big push for the story. Who the person was, wanting to know about the person. And um, a lot of people would like to say, you know, I would prefer for it to, for my career to be private. Um, but I think that you can see a lot of the stars in the 90s maintained some privacy while also having some kind of, I don't know, I guess a way for us to connect. 
because I think music is all about connection at the end of the day. So if you don't have anything for us to connect to, why would we, you know? Does that make sense? Um, um, me personally, I like I like music which has a story to it. Like I like I like story type music. Mm-hmm. Which nuts his whole everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just stories about what he does. Or Brent Fires, I'm pretty sure in an interview he said everything he sings about he's done. Or any anything he sung about someone else has done. And I think that's really cool that whenever you make your songs it's somewhat personal to you. Mm-hmm. And that's what it makes it personal to somebody else who may relate to that same sub- subject. And I think that's a really good part towards it, which makes it more unique because not many people do that anymore. I would have to agree. Landon's always spitting. And you know where he got that from? Me. My dad. Oh. And my mom. But mainly my grandma. Shout out oh. to grandma. Wow. That went left. Um, anything <laughs> else? Would you like? You know, I think we did a good job. We basically wrapped up our Black Music Month. We ce- did we celebrate Black Music Month's birthday? I mean, I'm gonna keep it a hundred and twenty percent. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that Black <gasps> Music Month was. A oh thing. my god! You know, I, I had my little Black History Month. You know that was, uh, that was great. You know, it's fun, fun, fun for everybody. But Black History Month should be every month, to be honest. But you know, Ooh, that's another conversation for another time. Um, well, thank you, Lyndon, for joining me today. I appreciate you so much for coming on the show, and I hope you have you hope to have you back. Yep, you will. Okay. Well, someone's getting cocky. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode today. Again, I'm super happy to be back, and I love having conversations about music. If you couldn't tell, I'm very excited. Um, being here talking about this, it's just. I'm excited, guys. I'm excited to be back. Um, So, yeah. What are your hot takes? What were some of your albums of the year? I would love to know. Please DM me. Comment on any pictures that um, I have coming up about this episode. I would really appreciate uh, hearing your ideas. And I would love to hear y'all's take on what's next in the music scene as well. I know a lot of people have a lot of opinions about that. And I would love to hear what you guys have to say. So, thank you again for tuning in. And I'll catch you on the flip side. Peace. Adiós.